Welcome to Audio Trip. I am your host, JS. How's everybody week out there? You know, it's been, uh, this past week has been uh, pretty wild. It seems like every, every uh, day that we get closer to election day, it seems like it's going to be even crazier. I'm not predicting it, but just the way everything has been happening with militias trying to kidnap the governor of Michigan, it's like, like, really? The type of the type of shit that is going on right now is like it's it's in a movie and, and basically it's like no one is speaking up about it. You know what I mean? When I say no one, I mean in the people. You know, it's like, yo, this this is this is crazy stuff going on right now. This is really crazy. And I'm just hoping everybody stays safe out there leading up to the election day. Um because we all gonna we got all we all gotta get out and vote. Um I'm going to go to the polls. At first, I was just going to, uh, you know, do the mail-in vote, but I'm I'm going to go out and vote myself. Uh, and, you know, with everything with the – it was a good debate between uh, Kamala and Mike Pence. Uh, I think she did real good. I think she did very good this week. You know what I mean? And uh, But it looks like the star of the show was the fly that was on his head. Um <laughs> it's like directly after the shit happened It seemed like that was all everybody was talking about On Instagram and on Facebook Was this damn fly The fly to shit You know what I mean But you know We got our uh, miraculous cured uh, president That uh, all of a sudden He's he's cured from COVID I still don't believe it y'all I, st- I still don't believe it But you know hey This is the uh, This is a show this is a real big shit show right now that we all are playing in. So, you know, it is what it is, yo. But on a lighter note, uh, we got a great conversation that we have today with Brother Van Hunt um, that I know you're going to love. But uh, right now we got a word from our sponsor, Earl's uh, 3D printed time machines. Uh, whenever you just need to get the fuck out of there, um, call Earl. This year sucks. I know, man. I know, I know, I know. Have you heard about Earl's? Earl's who? Hey, 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 y'all. I'm Earl. I'm Earl with Earl's 3D printing and time machine emporium. Come on down. You ready to get the fuck out of here? I can get you the fuck out of here real quick. If you, if you act now, I just got in the chrome-plated flex capacitor with the ultra-drive submission proton connected to it. So if you're ready to go back in time or to the future, Earl got you, baby. We've got a very special passenger on today's audio trip. Introducing Grammy Award-winning singer, songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, and record producer, Van Hunt. 
What's going on, brother? Welcome to Audio Trip. How you doing today? I'm great, man. I like the applause. <laughs> Thank you. Hey we, hey, we got the studio audience here with us, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I, uh, I'm very happy to have you on the show today. Um, I have, uh, I have seen you many, many times. I've, I first seen you at, uh, at, actually at Funk Jazz back in the day. Um, oh. Yeah, and I was like, oh man, I'm like, yo, that was dope, right? So after that, when you dropped uh, your self-titled album, uh, I had got to see you at uh where was it at it was at the dark in the you know where the dark horse is in virginia highlands yeah it was, yeah, yeah yeah it was at a club it was a club right there in virginia highlands in um and i think you you had the full band there it had to be around 2005 2006 but um but it was a great show and then actually i seen you last year at uh at vinyl right before everything broke down Ah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, the, acu- uh, the acoustic show. I think, yeah, I think that was the second show we did at Vinyl. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. right before the crazy breakdown. I believe it was the last concert that I <laughs> that I went to. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> before before the bottom dropped out. You know what I mean? For everything. Exactly. I think I think my mother was at that show. Really? That's interesting. That's yeah. interesting. I had uh me and my sister. We had we had went down and uh it was it was a good show. It was because I was like, man, I'm like, yo, Van Hunter's here. I gotta go see him. You know, every time every time you come to town, I'm like I gotta come see him. You know, so it was so it was good. It was a it was a very good show, man. It was a very good show. Thank you. I had I appreciate um, that. Oh no doubt. I've um I read that you started learning instruments at age seven. Did you come from like a real musical family? No, not 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 at all. There were a few people who who sang a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but the, the the you know the musical instruments really just came from uh, my father just introducing me to to uh, albums. Yeah. And and seeing seeing different musicians with the instruments, you know what I mean, and and understanding that if I wanted to, you know, create sounds like that, I had to you know find the instruments, and so. I did have a cousin who messed around with drums and he was the one who originally just set me off on a path of, of learning instruments. Yeah. I know being that you are from Dayton, I'm originally from Detroit. Uh, I moved to oh. Atlanta when I went to college, but I'm originally from Detroit and being that just the lineage of funk music. And so it's so big in the Midwest, you know, my father, mm-hmm. my father, as, as a kid, he took, he would take me to go and meet George Clinton or whatever at the local record store in Detroit or whatever. So he would take me to all these different shows. And so growing up when I would drive down the street with my old dude and he would have the music up so loud, I'm like, Oh damn, my friends is going to hear. You know what I mean? It wasn't cool at that time at the beginning of hip hop, you know what I mean? Until they started sampling it. And I was like, Oh damn now. Oh, I love parliament. I love, I love all of this stuff now. But when you're a kid, nobody else at your age is listening to it. You're like, Oh man, he's embarrassing us. You know what I mean? (laughs) And you don't learn to appreciate it until you get older. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And and it was, it was just the opposite of for me, even though I was in, uh, titillated by, uh, what hip hop was. I I guess my first, Introduction to it was was actually uh, Sugar Hill Gang and then, mm-hmm. uh, Run DC, uh, but and and I was you know I was fascinated by it because all my friends were yeah but I I was still into you know listening to Slave and, and yeah. Problem Funkadelic I was just blown away by those records and particularly uh, Prince at that time because he was really kind of the other side of of black music 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Michael Jackson. You remember it? You remember that time when it was like Prince and Michael Jackson only growing up. And I was like, man, so everybody, it's like either they thought that you can only like one at that time. Like either you like Prince or Michael Jackson. You know what I mean? Because it was around, it was around the Purple Rain time. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you can either like one. But I was like, I was always, I was always more of a Prince fan, especially being from Detroit. It was just, it was just part of the culture. You know what I mean? It was part of the culture. So do you, let me ask you a question. Do you have a favorite Prince album? Yeah, I, I would probably go with um, Dirty Mind, even though uh, 1999 would be a really close second. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. You know, because I, I was thinking to myself, I was like, I wonder what I wonder what Van Hunt would say is his favorite Prince album. And I knew it would be different from mine's. Um, totally. <laughs> I knew it. I was like, yeah, I know his is going to be cooler than mine's, no matter what. Mine's, <laughs> mine's is sign of the times. But... <clears throat> It was a, oh well, you know, I, I, think, I think Sign of the Times is is probably his best record. If you if you really want to know the truth, I, I think that was really the peak yeah. uh, print, and I think it caught him at a really cool time because I I know this from now being somewhat inside the camp. I know yeah. that he was going through a tough time, a lot of changes, wow. and uh, to come up with a, a record like that, you know, I'm a firm believer that art comes from trauma. Yes. I feel like all all of his issues really came, uh were 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 boiling at that at that time when he made that record. So understanding that and listening to what he came up with, it's just so many gems on that record. Yeah. Beautiful stuff. Beautiful performances. And I do think that that's his his best record. But it's you know, I, I choose Dirty Mind just because it is kind of a, a subversive record. And I I love the fact that he recorded so much of it himself, and it yeah. sounds like that to me. It's kind of raw, so I just I just dig that about it. That that's interesting because the other day I was you know they just remastered Sign of the Times, and uh, I was listening to like the Ballad of Dorothy Parker, and um mm-hmm. and I was just thinking to myself, I was just like, damn, what kind of drum machines was he using? On it just to get the <laughs> you know how you just think you just just to get the sounds, and and that brought me to thinking about I was like I was wondering I was like how was your setup like when you when you make music do you have like you have your keyboard your guitar do you have it you know like in pre-production well I I use what every you know let's say R&B uh, or music aficionado whenever they talk about Prince's sound and they mm-hmm. talk about how his sound changed over time and you know you hear uh uh, the trendsetters and the real aficionados, like I said, they they often say, oh, "I wish Prince would go back to his old setup." You know, well, <laughs> yeah. I got I got his old his old setup. <laughs> you know? So uh, it's very minimalist, you yeah. know, like um, uh, and it always has been. I I, w- I want everything to be within reach, and yeah. I don't like I don't have I don't like having unlimited options. That really really gets on my nerves. Yeah, so I like. I like to walk into a room and because because usually if, if I'm in the studio, it's because I have a song. It's not because I'm looking for a song. Mm, interesting. I need it to work. I need the workflow to be really quick and seamless. Uh, so I, my, my my setup is always uh, minimal, and it's, and it's always functioning, always on, always ready to go. So you don't you don't go in like, hey, let's see what I'm gonna make today. <laughs> you come with you come prepared, <laughs> like, yo, I'm coming to do this song today. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Because uh, 
you know, the songs, they come to me so fast. And, and I'm usually never in the studio when uh, a song comes to me, even though I have been in, in the studio when, you know, and written songs. But yeah. usually songs to me like, like I am now, just look, looking out, you know, uh, a window at some flowers, a fern plant. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. the song will song come. And you need to just be ready to dive in. I usually go straight to my voice notes, get the song down. Uh, have some idea of it if I'm too far from my equipment. But then by the time I get my get to my equipment, I'm you know I'm ready. I'm ready to roll. Man, that, hey, that's amazing because I think to myself like God, I wish my stuff worked like that. <laughs> you could think of something. I'm like, oh damn, I got to think of it. Then I get home and I try to lay it down. Like, oh, this is real whack. Uh, let's just go back. To, <laughs> let's, let's go. Let me go watch TV for a minute and come up with something. You know, <laughs> it never works that way. You know what I mean? Oh, um, but that's interesting that you say that. So that, I, I was really wondering about that. But I, I had, yeah. um, I got a lot of songs. I have a lot of your songs. That's my favorite songs. Um, and I'm like, cause I, I would try to pick one and be like, damn, yo, like what, what about this one? You know, because it's different times where I've told people like, Hey, you need to go listen to, you need to go listen to plum. Right. By Van Hunt. Right. And, um, <laughs> and, and, and people, I would send it like to, out to people in Sacramento, like you need to listen to this or whatever. Right. But one of the yeah. songs that I really, that I really dug, which is uh, uh, average person might be like, it's real unconventional, but I love, uh, mm-hmm. you're a monster part one and two. Yeah. Thank you. That's my son's favorite. Really? Yo, I, yo, I love this. Because I, I just love songs with change-ups and stuff. And it just seemed like it was it was very thought-provoking. Like, you knew it. And, and it just reminds me of relationships that I've, been, <laughs> that I've been in. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what was yeah. your inspiration behind it? Well, again, it was a moment for me that was very tumultuous. Because mm-hmm. I was going through, uh, a, out of one relationship and, in, and into another, and and I had all of the issues that that come up when you know you leave in a relationship, yeah. and how you take take those issues from a breakup into a new relationship. Yeah. So it was just all tumultuous and rocky, and yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I had I had my my, my uh, child involved, so all these things just kind of poured out into yeah. into that record. That for me really is what the art is for yes true and uh just as an aside or a sidebar it that that's the weird part for me when i when i go around to some schools and i'm talking to songwriters students and we're talking about art as if it's as if it's something that you can bring to class like a number two pencil you yeah know i mean it, it isn't really that like you have to <laughs> yeah. you have to have some issues like to work through yeah and not everybody has you know what i mean yeah, that's true. Uh, and it's certainly not when, when you need it, which was kind of the whole point of somebody coming up with like music theory or somebody coming up with, a, you know, a studio. It's like now it's a business and now you just show up and you try to conjure up these emotions. Yeah. Uh, and, it's, and, it's, and, it's, and it's not, it's never the same as uh, uh, having someone come in and they got problems. You know what I mean? They got yeah. a story uh, <laughs> yeah. that they're trying to work. It's, and, it's, you know, I'm not trying to make it sound like it's inaccessible to, to most people. It's just that, like, when you had bands, the the best songwriter was always the worst musician in the band. He's the one who never, he, he's never playing his instrument. He's out somewhere playing around, messing around, being a fool, yeah. picking up stories, 
And when he when he comes in, you know, to rehearsal, he just got stories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got his songs, and that's what you build build the things off of. And then everybody else who's you know a better musician or a better producer, a better arranger, they can kind of jump in and start to do their thing. But you lose you lose a bit of that with 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 where the music has gone in the last you know thirty years, and it's becomes uh, a completely different thing where people are coming up with ideas primarily on their own, and you know and they're trying to write and play and take their own pictures, their own video. Yeah, it gets a little it gets a little tricky in there. Yeah, no, I can I can understand that. I, so it's basically you have to let life happen in order to come up with a yeah. lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah, it has to, man. That's when you. That's when the, the material just gets so rich, and uh, that whole popular record. It just yeah. for me, it came at a time when the the investors were leaving me alone, and I had a whole bunch of trauma to work through. <laughs> so it yeah. just worked that way. Yeah, yeah, that's one of my favorite albums. That is one of my favorite Thank albums. You. I uh. It's like you have so many that um that I have listened through through time. Like man, you know, I had. It's like I would move overseas, and you know, I gotta have my music with me, and just listen to it, and listening to a lot of your albums. It's just like yo, they, they helped me pull through it, you know. So I appreciate you, brother. I appreciate you, man. I, I appreciate you you saying that because that honestly is the the only reason it exists. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Hey, I, I really do. You've collaborated and toured alongside a very eclectic group of artists. Are there any particular artists that you would like to collaborate with in the future? Uh, yeah, there's a cat out of uh, Montreal, uh, Sean Nicholas Savage, who I like I like a lot. Um, uh, I've always wanted to work work with D'Angelo, and I've never mm. had the opportunity. We've never even met. Really? Um, yeah. Yeah, that would so, be, that would be dope. That would be dope. Uh, yeah, I can I imagine that. I would, that. That would be dope. And, um, trying to think. I, I, I like a whole bunch of uh, new artists just because the music is, is uh, it's just, it's so different now. Like, yeah. Um, yeah I, I really think that the, the trap music, the beat of the trap music has really become so sophisticated now that it's a good time to lend music to it, you know, like uh, orchestration, yeah, things like that. So I'm so I'm, I'm really into that. That is interesting. I would never would have thought that. I, ne- <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I never would have thought. Yeah, yeah, Van Hunt. Yeah, give him some trap. Like no, I would never would have thought that. You know what I mean? So that is that is very interesting to me. That for real, I, I would have never thought that. But boy, Van Hunt yeah. and, and D'Angelo song would be so dope. That would be so dope. And you know. Uh, D'Angelo himself opened himself up to, you know, a little 808 yeah. drop every now and then. Yeah. You know I mean, so there's something about it. it. You know, it's been around since, you know, the first Public Enemy record. So yeah. you just, you, you know, it, it, it really has become uh, so sophisticated that it's to a place where I think it would complement the sophistication of musical or yeah. orchestration yeah. really, really well in a way that people just haven't really tried, tried yet. Mm hmm. See, that's interesting just because you mentioned Public Enemy. You know, I, I love Public Enemy. And when I sit and yeah. think about like the Bomb Squad producing a Public Enemy song and like 75 samples running all at one time <laughs> in one song, I think to myself, like, God, you think how crazy it is, but it's so brilliant. If you think about it, it's just all of these songs going together to make this one song. And I just, it throws me off sometimes. And I'm just. When I'm just sitting there laying in bed, like, okay, my my daughter might like, what are you thinking about? Like, 
I'm I'm crazy, baby. I'm like, <laughs> if I told you what I was thinking about, you would think I'm a crazy person. You know what I mean? You would think I was crazy. It's another example of what ha- what a tool that collaboration once was. Yeah, and, and you see you see it less so now because you know the kids are making records that are really just kind of uh, invitations for people to come and see their see their their pictures or yeah their, their little little short videos or maybe <laughs> even come check them out when, when they were touring, maybe to come see a show, but yeah, that's it, you know, but then people were, you had to make a sound that was unlike any other sound. Mm-hmm. So you had all these pieces coming together and it was really uh, an unbeatable force. When you think about Harlem Funkadelic, which was the same thing, you, you know, there's 20, 30 people working on a track. Yeah. Like you can't duplicate that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't, you can't. When I and I think it's just like thinking of like Ed, Eddie Hazel and all of the people in Parliament yeah. Funkadelic and Bernie Worrell and just thinking like, oh man, all of these dope people on working yeah. on a song. I would, I would just love to have been a fly on the wall in the room while they created. <laughs> you know, but yeah. I would have just loved to just been there, just like, oh my god, this this is crazy because the times like my father would take me to go see, uh, like me. Uh, like the brides of Funkenstein at the record store, and I'm I'm just like, all right, who's these ladies? You know what I mean? I, I'm as a kid, I'm like, yeah, they pretty. Like, who are these ladies? But until I got older and see these pictures, it's like, wow, this is this is wow. You know what I mean? This is wow. You know, seeing that history, man. So that's just dope. And there's nothing like it. You would have to go back to, uh, you know, a, a Duke Ellington, something like yeah. that, uh, or, or or even Louis Armstrong. Mm-hmm. To find that that level of collaboration where you hear it and everything is there from a song idea to a rhythmic idea to bass line uh, to the chord shapes and progression. Yeah. It's uh, so many layers there. It's almost like recreating, you know, a, a, a planet. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And, and you just can't, can't uh, duplicate that. That's the, that's the power of uh, collaboration. And, and I won't say that it's been lost. It's just. Uh, it feels different now than uh, and, and it comes out in a different way. Yeah, it's 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 not a such thing as groups these days. You know, <laughs> it's like which is which is crazy. I'm like, yo, when we, it's like it's no more groups. It's crazy to me. You know, it's crazy. <laughs> I, it, I, yeah, it's, it's wild. I, I don't get it. Uh, I love like the art direction of your albums. Um, and you always style real well, fashionably. How how involved are you within that? Uh, I'm probably uh, too involved, um, <laughs> uh, you know, especially with the the, the last two records. Uh, what were you hoping for? And uh, uh, the sunrise. But uh-huh. before that, I always had, you know, I was always able to collaborate with, you know, an art director, a stylist, a designer, a photographer, and even a photographer's assistant, you know, uh, yeah. I, was, I was always there. And you could always ask a bunch of questions and uh, and, and things would come together in, in, in some really cool ways. And, you know, I, I became one of those artists, uh, especially the last two, rec- two records because of the recession and the way it, it destroyed the music business. I became one of those artists who had to kind of do everything himself. Yeah. And, uh, you know, while that's cool and sometimes in some ways it's easier you can never reattain the same richness. I'm not saying it's, it's not as good, it's not cool and fun mm-hmm. and all that, but it's never the same richness that it is when you're collaborating with people. Because with like I said people, earlier, yeah. 
the P-Funk, uh, you just, you can't recreate that yeah. by yourself. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Because I, I was, um, you know how you go like on a, you get on a, you, you get on YouTube and you just go down the hole and, um. I started watching like yeah. Parliament stuff, and and then I then I thought I was like, yo, I wonder, uh, I wonder who was the artist who did all the Parliament albums, and then, I, and I'm yeah. thinking to myself like, yo, I would love to talk to him. Then I found out he had passed, and I was like, ah, oh, damn, yeah. I, I, yeah, because it was so like my like my dad was uh, he was like in the fan club, right? So his name was like on back of One Nation Under a Groove, right? So and my father uh. he he he, he will pull that shit out wherever, like yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, check out One Nation Under Groove. Uh, my name's on the back of it, right? <laughs> yeah, so yeah, he'll go over your house so you had an album. Like, yeah, check that out. Check that out. Yeah, it's right on the back. Uh, but he's real, he's really he's really proud of that. But but <laughs> he's really proud of it. We have the same name, so technically I could claim, you know, that my name is on back of it. Just the age just doesn't mix. Don't just don't mix up with it, right? You know what I mean? But but I uh, during. You know, COVID-19 pandemic, it's been just a huge impact on our society. Um, yeah. What has your experiences been like during COVID, you know, just being stuck in the house? Uh, well, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's been good in, in, uh, in almost all ways, uh, you know, except for the fact that, you know, I miss going to a restaurant, you know. Yeah. But as far as, uh, you know, being able to take the time to talk to people, uh, even if, you know, over the phone or whatever, it's, it's a different conversation now. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, everything has slowed down. Yeah. You know, so you can actually get to the root of a person. Yeah. And, and I think that that's really been helpful uh, for, for everybody. You know, shoot. Even pollution is going down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, it, it can go... It could go in both ways, whereas, you know, you could be stuck in the house. It can go, it can go good, and then it can go bad, <laughs> depending on who you're dealing with. <laughs> depending on who you're dealing with, yeah. you'll find a lot about yourself and the other person you with. You know, you're like, oh damn, I got to get out this house. You know, so yeah. Yeah, you know, I do. I do think that even that uh, is a good thing because you really get to understand. Oh. This is who you really are. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you can't you can't escape. Like I'm about to go get something to eat. I'm going to nah, uh uh-uh. uh. We stuck together. <laughs> we are stuck together. We eating together. We are living together. Like God, ah, it ain't bedtime yet. Uh but <laughs> you know For me, like it has really worked in that way because I, I love everything that can be real. Any yeah. any realness I can grab out of every moment i i try to uh because as my mom says i'm a deep end of the pool kind of yeah yeah <laughs> she said, deep end of the pool type of guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, she said when i was a kid you know uh, take me to the pool you know i don't know how to swim but i i'm always looking to go and jump in the deep end of the pool <laughs> oh, yeah. hey, hey, what, hey, i i don't know how to swim either brother so uh you know i think <laughs> i have been trying to theorize theorize that for a couple of years now like why can't most black people swim like i do not get it <laughs> i i just i don't want to learn 
I'm, you know what I mean? I, I, I like looking at the water, but once it get up to my chest, I'm like, hey, I just go back to shore and uh, I'm fine with that. You know, I'm fine with it. I, I just never wanted to learn, you know, at all, you know, and I find it's a yeah. lot of people, but, you know, I made sure my kids know how to swim, you know, so at least, yeah. at least yeah, they can too. save my ass if something goes wrong, <laughs> you know what I mean? For real. Uh, but I had recently, I recently seen on Twitter that you had shared as you do research for the online blog, uh, anomalous, uh, would you mind briefly explaining, you know, basically what anomalous phenomena are? Oh, sure. It, uh, the, I think the channel is actually called think anomalous. Think but, anomalous. Okay. Um, yeah, but they do focus on, uh, what they call anomalous activity or even paranormal activity, which really is anything from a poltergeist to a UFO, uh, or what they might call, um, uh, uh, unidentified aerial phenomena, UAPs, yeah. um, and crop circles, uh, ancient uh, uh, sites like the Great Pyramid, yeah, uh, or what what we just finished, which was uh, Gobekli Tepe in Turkey. Yeah, I was uh, watching some of that. So, I was watching some of that. Yeah, and that's really, really more of what I'm into, at least with the the UFOs and the ancient sites, because there's you know, you can go and at least investigate a real uh, UFO incident. Yeah. Obviously, you know, I'm going to find a, a spaceship, but you can in, in investigate the interviews with the uh, witnesses. Uh, sometimes there's even, you know, pictures or whatever. So those are things that I can I can really get into the research on. Yeah. And what, what is not really well understood is that a lot of uh, mainstream scientists uh, and engineers study these same UFO sighting. Interesting. Uh, they just don't tell anybody, obviously, because that can interfere with, <laughs> you know, yeah. their careers. Um, I wonder why that. I wonder so why that is that that everybody yeah, just well, shy you know, away from it. Uh, yeah, exactly. And fi- you know, finally, now that uh, the the government has come and made these official statements, you know, uh, with these Navy pilot sightings, uh, maybe you know, there's an opportunity for more and more mainstream uh, scientists and academics to to come out and, and and admit that they've been working on some of these investigations. Yeah, and it would go a long way towards finding out the real the real the reality of it. Because the the truth is, 95 percent of of UFO sightings are easily explainable, but of course, you know, it only takes one sighting yeah. Yeah, <laughs> to true. be found legitimate you know, for it to change, uh, everything that we know. So, uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of information out there and, you know, I, I just, I, I read so much, and I pick up on so much information. I just wanted to put it to good use. And I found, I found somebody who, you know, was just as serious as I was about putting real information out there. And, uh, and, and the guy who runs Think Anomalous. So that's how we got together. And I just, you know, when I can, I do the research for them. That's dope. You know, um, I know this sound. I know this might sound crazy. Um, do you know? You know what? <laughs> you know where Marla, Georgia is, right? I live. Yeah. I live out in Buford, right? Okay. Yeah. So uh, one night, I'm with my son, right? I'm with my son, we going to get mm-hmm. we going to get some Japanese food over here at Shogun, right? Yeah. I, I, t- I tell my son, I'm like, do you see that? Do you see that? And <laughs> it is like I know this sounds wild, but it's like it's like a, a, it's like a spaceship. Hovering over the place, like a like a UFO, oh, wow. like a UFO, like a little cylinder, and I'm like, do yeah. what? I said, I'm telling myself, I'm like, you see this, right? I said, I am not tripping, mm-hmm. right? I'm like, I'm not tripping, right? Yeah. 
He like, no, dad, yeah. I see this. I see it. So I'm like, ah. Oh. So I try to take a picture or whatever. I try to take a picture. I know this sounds crazy. Uh, I try to take a picture. I go home. I'm like, yo. I, I, you know, I'm like, yo. I'm like, mm-hmm. we just seen a uh, flying saucer. <laughs> yeah. So my lady, she's she like, uh, whatever. I'm like, no, I'm serious. I just, we just seen a flying saucer, right? And so I, I, yeah. I thought I took a picture of it. And when I came back, she's like, it's nothing there. It sounded like some stuff that's off of a movie. But, I, <laughs> but, listen, Van, I know I seen the flying saucer. Uh, it was there. It just happened to be over the Japanese food spot. And I know it happened. Uh, and I, my son was there. So, hey, I'm not crazy, you know. But it was there. It was but, there. It wasn't, but it wasn't on the picture when you brought it back? No, it wasn't. Like some movie stuff. And so I looked crazy to her. You know, I'm like, I'm like, yo, I'm like, I got a picture. It was right. She like, so it's just uh, a flying saucer just sitting over Shogun. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I don't think they picking up no order, but I'm just saying they, they are there. They are there. But no, but, uh, but no, that I, this, this isn't meant to be funny. Though. That was real. That really, <laughs> that really happened. That really happened. But and so I do believe that Which, it's stuff. I uh, yeah. The other anomalous uh, event in that story, because I lived in Atlanta for 20 years, that's that's finding some good Japanese food in Atlanta. Man. That's, a, yeah. that's anomalous, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, I, uh, you know, I have to really, you know, basically I don't really eat too much Chinese food here in Atlanta because up north it was just yeah. always better to me, you know. Yeah. Uh, and so I, that's why I'm like, I, I can't wait to go back home to eat uh, Chinese food in Detroit. But, you know. Because it didn't have uh, mixed vegetables in it uh, <laughs> up, no- up north. So, but, you know, I just deal with it. Anybody who uh, likes uh, the mixed vegetable Chinese food, I am not trying to put y'all down. That is, you know, that's good. <laughs> it's good. But, but yeah. uh, how has your research shaped your views of life in the world that we live in now? Oh, uh, man, that's a good question. Uh Cause I, I, I don't really know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, hey, that's... I'm sure. I'm sure it has to some degree. Uh, you know, uh, studying this information really shows you just how um, how little uh, people know about yeah. you know these incidents um, and the history of of these incidents and the history of anything uh, because we we live in such a uh, uh, a society where everything just needs to to be, to be quick, yeah, and uh, uh, quickly explained, quickly quickly absorbed, and then quickly acted upon without really uh, uh, having the time to go into the details of any 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 incident, and uh, and without that, um, you know, nothing is really understood. Yeah. And I think that if anything, if anything, I've walked away from after now ten years of research. It's that nothing really is uh, fully understood yeah. by, you know, by anybody who uh, isn't either paid to do these things uh, or has taken the time to to study, you know, these, these anomalous act, uh, uh, events and activities. Everything down from uh, physics, astrophysics, biology, you know, there's paranormal anomalous unexplained activity in all the fields of science. Yeah. No, that's 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 interesting. That's hey that, that's dope. 
Man, this this is good, brother. I'm glad. <laughs> yeah, this is good. I, I, I'm learning a lot, and it's learning a lot about you. That's dope, man. That's dope. I had. Oh, a, thank you. <laughs> that's dope for real, because it's it's good to see that you you do something like you make dope music. But hey, but I <laughs> but I also have another job that I do. So that's dope, man. That, for real, that's dope. Thank you, thank you. But I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. You know, I never, I never really left. But I'm enjoying making the music again now. Mm. After not, really not putting out any new music for the last five, six years. Yeah. And you know, uh, the the tour. You know, I just started touring a year ago after not touring for six or seven years. So yeah. Now, now it's a, it's a it, it, the the tour. The last tour was a lot more fun than probably any tour I've been on. And and making music is is more enjoyable now that I understand a little more about myself and my process. Did you like going out uh, by yourself more than you did with a band? Uh, well, yeah, just because it's easier. But uh, the the being on stage with a band again, back to the collaborative, yeah, uh, 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 example. There's just nothing like that. <laughs> yeah, <know>? true. <laughs> not not for me, not for the other band members, not for the audience. It's, it's, and I'm not saying that to compare the experiences there. They're just very different, and I've I've heard people say both. Like I prefer you by yourself. I prefer you with the band. So yeah, I think people get different different things from it. But for me personally, uh, there's you know there's no comparison. Like I, as much as I love, I don't know, Thelonious Monk. Mm -hmm. When I sit and listen to him play piano, that's a that's one thing. But when I hear you know Problem Funkadelic, a, a live video of them, it's just like whoa yeah what is that yeah <laughs> because it's like i know um when i heard you do uh ride 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 uh at that club that night it was like wow this the energy with the band was just like yeah. yo like like wow this is you know it's just it just reminds me of of like the times like when i've seen bad brains and kind of so I'm, yeah. my, my old dude took me to see bad brains when i, I was like 15 in ann arbor and I was like, I was the only black kid there, but I, but I was like, yo, this is the wildest shit I've ever seen in my life. You know what I mean? So it made me just the guitars and everything. I was just like, yo. Um, so it was, so it was nothing like it for me uh, of seeing you with the band. You know what I mean? Because I was just like, yo, yeah. this, it was, it was just, it was just dope. And I was talking to, uh, I was talking to one of my friends um, in L.A. last night. He was like. Uh, no, I, he was like, I seen Van in uh, in L.A. perform with a band. And he was like, and he was like, man, it, it, it was amazing. So because I was telling him, I was like, yeah, I'm like, I'm talking to Van tomorrow. He was like, oh, this is going to be this. This would be dope or whatever. So it's like everybody that I've always, you know, talked with music with. It was like, dang, you know, just with the band. So but, you know, I liked seeing uh, the person or the up close and personal show at vinyl. But that just to show the band was like, dang, this is dope. Um but are, yeah, yeah. but are you working on uh, any new music now? Yeah, definitely. I'm uh, two songs in and trying to wrap this thing up. We, you know, I've, I've written all the tunes that um, I want to include on this next project, but um, I've now got to the head space where I can uh, really focus on completing them all. So yeah. it's taken me. You know, taken me the last four years better part of four or five years to finish all these songs and I, I used to not take so long to to finish but you know there's been so much happening 
in my life and in the world. Uh, so, uh, but I'm now I'm able to focus and man, it's feeling good after the, you know the the second song that we mixed last night. So, oh, that's dope. It's good to know something. It's so crazy as a fan when you think you like, man, what is Van doing? He ain't brought out no new album. <laughs> you only think from your point of view. You don't never think from, uh, I got to live life. Uh, stuff has to happen. You know what I mean? You don't never think about that as a fan. Like, damn, what's taking him so long? You just think, <laughs> you just sitting there thinking, like, yeah, I got the other albums, but I'm talking about the new one. Uh, you know, because I seen the um, you know, I seen on Bandcamp, I seen Aquatic, and I was like, okay, this gotta mean an album is about to come. It's gotta mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's gotta mean an album is about to come. All right, you know what I mean. <laughs> so, so, it, so it was real interesting because you know, you just think as a fan, you're like, dang, wait, I've been waiting on music, but you will never think <laughs> like, yo, I'm living life. Calm the hell down. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, but it it was so um, it was so interesting um. Uh, on Instagram, I seen uh, you and Halle Berry recently unveiled your relationship, mm-hmm. which is dope. Uh, two of my favorite people, so which is dope. So congratulations to you, uh, y'all make a great couple, man. So I, I very I, congratulations. So I appreciate the words, man. I promise that I, I wouldn't make any comments uh, on that. So hey, it's all right. I, I won't. Yeah, I appreciate it. you know. And uh, what's funny is I realized. Uh, looking back, that I've never talked about my my personal relationships. Yep. Um, and and that was quite by accident. Mm. So I was talking to my I was talking to my my manager about that, mm-hmm. and he was like, "You realize you 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 never talk about anything <laughs> anybody." Quite <Yeah>. so, <laughs> like, by accident. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was quite. Uh, I was like, "Wow, damn!" I'm like, "Man, this with Halle Berry." I'm like, "Yo, that's that's great." I'm like, "This is great." So I'm happy for you, brother. I'm happy for both of y'all. So it's it's, it's a beautiful thing. Black love, beautiful thing. <laughs> that's the truth. That's the truth. Um, well, hey, that's the end of our interview, brother. Um, I just want to let you know you are appreciated out here. Um, and we want to thank you for taking this ride with us on Audio Trip. It's been an honor having this conversation with you. And uh, can you let our yeah. listeners know where they can find you at. Yeah, um, always at van at vanhunt dot com, but they can also uh, maybe more easily get me on Spotify or uh, Instagram, just under my name, and, uh, and they'll, they'll they'll get everything they need, including the new music when when it's when it's ready. Dope, that's dope, man. I appreciate it, brother. Yeah, thank you. Man, that was a great conversation with the very talented Van Hunt. Also want to send congratulations to Halle Berry. You know, in her recent directorial debut that she was doing, uh, she's starring and directing in the mixed martial arts drama Bruised. The work in progress just had a successful debut at the Toronto International Film Festival, where Netflix picked it up for twenty million dollars. That is a, a extremely good look. Extremely. I can't wait to see it. Y'all know I love watching UFC. It'd be really interesting seeing her play that part i know she'll do a great job remember to follow us that is on instagram and on facebook that is audio trip podcast um hit us on both you know we have a contest that's with uh with merch and music for van hunt so check us out on instagram and check that out peace the snow is coming down on our southern town all the 
things have fallen from green to gold to the ground. People want to know where have you gone? The sunlight of our winter, the blood from our stone. Respond with rage whenever I hear your name. I respond with rage whenever I hear your name. You're a monster. Hell is where you are. Till you're back in my arms again. You're a monster. Back in my arms again. If you come back tonight, I won't act surprised. I won't ask you questions. You won't have to lie. A love made. Oh, we're running back, running back. Oh. And 
And off in the distance I see their mouths watering But whatever come to mind I'll hunt you down like an animal, like an animal Hang your head like art on the wall Heaven was made for little girls But this woman was made for my world Love so good you wanna save it, save it, save it. That's it, baby. Most entertaining. Tell me something. Was that y'all that I saw hovering over Shogun? It was. We've been watching you for a long time. And also, their chicken and shrimp hibachi is most delectable. <laughs> I knew it! I knew it! I knew that was a spaceship. Speaking of hibachi, a brother is real hungry. What y'all got to eat on this ship? I'll have a meal brought to you. But first, play the next episode. <laughs> 